Welcome to All About The Hype Podcast, where we talk to different creators, professionals, brands, and business owners about the hype and success they are having on their TikTok and the strategies that they have learned to create a positive brand awareness message for their followers. Hey everyone, it is Kyle Coplanis and welcome to All About The Hype Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I literally have the coolest because he is a TikTok legend. He has 3.7 million followers on his personal account, but he is also the creator of Willy Wonka TikTok, who has a massive following of 15.3 million followers, the one and only Duke Death. Welcome to the show, Duke. I'm excited to be on here. And by the way, I think that your podcast has the best name ever, all about the hype. I think that is genius. (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, I would love to know, because there's a lot of people that might not know this about you. Before even TikTok and all this, what, what were you doing? Okay, so before I was a TikToker, I was a wedding photographer, a destination wedding photographer to be exact. And I thought that's what I would be doing my whole life. I had been a really successful photographer. I was traveling all over the world, taking pictures, and then TikTok rolled around. And once I started getting the hype, on TikTok, um, it just kind of made sense to make the switch over to becoming more of a content creator rather than a wedding photographer. Wow, that that's a huge difference. I mean, you're you were still a creator, but for other people, do you know what I mean? You were yeah, creating it's a their totally moment. different type of creator. It definitely was still like a content creator. I had built up like my following on Instagram. It was all like based around social media marketing, um, which I think gave me a leg up when I was joining the TikTok world but definitely a very different type of content creation. For sure. And then, yeah, you, so you did join TikTok, but what was that story? And why did you get started on there? I mean, I had loved TikTok before. I had been on TikTok since last year, but I started my Willy Wonka TikTok account just this May. So just like four or five months ago. So it's been quite a crazy ride. TikTok is so great because anyone has the opportunity to blow up and to like gain followers and get the hype because of its algorithm. And no other social media platform is really like that. So I always found TikTok really exciting. So true. Everyone has the opportunity. There's no, like everyone's on the same level playing field. We can Mm. all go in together in a group with all different backgrounds and one can even be popular and one not. And you still have the same opportunity. That's what I love. Exactly. Even every day as I post a video on the platform, I'm posting to what, 15 million followers. And yet someone with zero followers their videos could perform better that day than mine just based on the videos themselves and how they perform, which is crazy. So it's not just about your followers. Every day you still have the opportunity, the upper hand. If you see somebody like, let's say, Willy Wonka TikTok who has 15 million, do not let that discourage you from making content because your content can still be seen. It's not taken over. And you can grow to overtake it within months. I'm a great example of that happening. Let's go back a little bit. Willy Wonka TikTok. Okay, let's talk about that. What inspired that? It was May, right? And so that's right when everyone was staying inside, right when like all of quarantine started and stuff like that. And I was browsing Netflix when I saw the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I thought, wow, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't even like remember exactly what it's like. I remember loving it as a kid. I should give it a try. I watched it and I absolutely loved the movie. And even myself with Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, the character in the Johnny Depp version was reminding me so much of myself already that I really connected with the character. So then that same week, I watched it three or four times. I just was like watching it on repeat. (laughs) And that's when I decided, wow, I could totally like do this funny little skit and pretend to be Willy Wonka. The idea of dressing up as Willy Wonka was born. 
That's awesome. I too, I love his character because he's so sarcastic. Like he's just sarcastic and he's really like sarcastic, eccentric. Exactly. I don't know. Everything about him just reminded me so much of me, which is like so weird, but it did. Like I'm not ashamed to admit it anymore. So much of the character is just like me in real life that it was so easy for me to say yes, Willy Wonka. So you gave it a shot. Were you surprised that the audience just took that on and was like inspired and loved it? Were you really shocked by that? I was a little bit shocked. It took two weeks and then it really started to gain some traction. But I mean, over time, the Willy Wonka TikTok account has changed so much with what content it's rolling out and stuff. I'm always keeping people on their toes and it's evolving and changing all the time. And then sometimes I go back to like how it all started and I do little snippets of all the different types of content I've done in the last few months. TikTok is constantly evolving. And that's something that people need to recognize as well as like, you have to be on your toes and be ready for the change because it can happen within hours even. If you could look back in May, would you be shocked to say that you'd have 15.3 million by October? I would have been absolutely shocked. I, when I first started growing, my goal was always just a million followers on TikTok. And I never thought it would happen, which is why I said that my face reveal would happen at a million followers, which I did end up doing. I had a million followers in one month and one day. <laughs> so I mean, it happened pretty quick. So once it, the ball started rolling, it just kept going, you know? Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, and like you said, you're you're here to attest to the story that it can happen quickly. I mean, 15.3 million followers, half the population of Canada, you know, just a few months, which is crazy. That could take somebody a whole lifetime of working hard every day, putting content Mm -hmm. out to get something like that. So it is just shows that this platform is so unique, so amazing, and anybody can be there. So that's really cool. What's your favorite types of videos though that you create? Like what is something if you could create a certain type of video daily, what would it be? Oh my gosh, it really depends. Um, There's definitely a trend to what performs best for my content on the app, which is like when Willy Wonka does outrageous things, whether it's a thirst trap, something like that, those always perform best. But my favorite type of content to create probably is when I recreate lines from the movie and stuff like that. That's what I started out with. Yeah, I was... And I mean, there's only so many lines in the movie, right? I was creating mm-hmm. all the scenes. Eventually, I just ran out of lines. And then Willie evolved into, oh, he's doing the TikTok dances now. And he's doing this and that. And so while I do love making the dances and things like that, I think that when I was having the most fun with like actually creating the content is when I was trying to do all of the scenes. Yeah, that's fun. And I think it's because you related to that character, you wanted to kind of be in that, that kind yeah. of character. Because Willy Wonka in the movie isn't doing the walk. Exactly. Did, which exactly. was still like, fun, though. I did modernize Willy Wonka and like bring him to be doing all of these 2020 trends. I really love like making those videos. I do. But I think that making the movie scene videos was a lot of fun. But the thing about growing on social media and getting the hype and stuff, not every person has seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory recently. Mm -hmm. or at all. And so doing these movie scenes, people can't always relate to it. They don't always understand what's going on. Doing the WAP, which every single person on TikTok knows exactly what it is, more people can relate to it. You know, and it's really cool to show like you took this character and made it current and and cool and fun. Obviously, as you're growing, now you're in the light of opportunities. Talk to me a little bit about some opportunities that have come about because of the hype that you've gotten on your channel. There's all sorts of opportunities happening all the time. Biggest opportunity probably is now that I live in LA. I just moved out here. I got my apartment, which is super exciting. So like, that's just such a big opportunity who I've been able to meet. I have done 
collaborations with like Iggy Azalea and people like that, like super crazy. Would have never guessed that I would be making a TikTok video with Iggy Azalea. How random is that? New opportunities every day, which is fun and exciting. And clearly you're able to, you know, start monetizing on these opportunities as well. Have you already started working with brands? Yes, a little bit. I've dabbled, but I am still very new. So we're on our way. I'm ready to, I'm ready to make the push. Something that's so crazy too, is because people would expect, oh, somebody with 13 million to be making lots of stuff, but this is fresh. Like this is so new for you and people are just getting the word out there further than TikTok on the, you know, the brand partnership side to learn about who you are. And that's kind why I wanted to get you on this podcast as well is because I do talk to brands. I talk to the people in the faces of these Fortune 500,000 companies and I want them to know who you are because you're, you inspire me and we're really like, our whole household is stoked on you. And I wanted people to recognize who you are, that you're an awesome channel to partner with and want to work with. I want to help encourage them to take a look at your channel, take a look at the things you're doing. With that being said, though, I want to know, I would love to know what brands would you dream to work with? Oh my gosh. Okay. I have a number one for sure is Coca-Cola. I have been drinking Coke my whole life. I'm constantly drinking it. Like my entire audience knows how much I love Coca-Cola. I'm always drinking on my live streams. On my like spam TikTok page, I'm making videos like holding it. Anytime there's an opportunity for me to drink a liquid, I'm pretty much always drinking Coke. Every time I go to dinner, I get a Coke with no ice every single time. And I drink so much of it that the waiter has to bring me two at a time. It's kind of a problem, actually, a little bit now that I'm saying it. Love Coke so much. But there's so many brands that I really do love a lot. And I'm very loyal to brands. Like when I like a brand, I just stick true to that because the only clothes I ever wear are October very own, October's very own, which is OVO, like Drake's brand. I don't know. I just find things that I like and then I just roll with it. You probably think it's important to, as you're growing and emerging, you probably want to work with brands that you actually resonate with. You know, as Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to like promote something that I don't love. And I do see that a lot. I see a lot of creators out there who they getting approached by lots of opportunities and, and brand deals and partnerships. And obviously there's a lot of money on the table that are being requested with these, these deals, but so many creators take them. But I think it is important as a person, when you have your audience, you know them and you know it resonates well with you and people can see if it's not authentic. So it's really cool that you're in the position to understand that and say, yes, I'm only going to take those deals that fit well with me and who I am. Yeah, sad to see. And I want to help educate that, hey, those deals, like even though you don't take that money, there will be... some right around the corner that actually fit with who you are. Coke, yeah. It, the funny thing is, is I when me and you were chatting and I said, hey, can you send me some screenshots? This was a really cool story too, is it really shocked me. You were like, okay, hold on. Let me ask my audience. You went on Twitter, made a post. Literally within like five minutes, you sent me like 25 photos of screenshots that your audience have shared with you of you drinking Coke, which was so cool. Oh yeah, they have them all on deck. Like they're really <laughs> awesome and they're really on top of things. But like me drinking Coke really was a big, deal all the time. And so anytime I need anything that I've done on live stream, they have it. It's amazing. Yeah. And that leads into a lot of people like brands and stuff. They do their traditional advertising, right? And a lot of them are dabbling in the more the years go, like 2020 has been a year where advertising dollars are now starting to go into influencer marketing, even though so many people don't like to call it influencers, right? But like creative marketing, working with people who have an audience and that right there is like a true testament of why that is so important. Look at your fans and followers. They know 
who you are and they're keeping track of all these things for you. And that just shows that they do listen. They are loving who you are as a person. They're, they're wanting to learn more and they have all these things. So you asked them a question and they responded quickly. That wouldn't happen in traditional advertising, let's say, even with like, I have a coffee mug on my, on my desk here. And so, you know, if I made a, an advert about it and I asked people, hey, did you, can you share me uh, screenshots of the advertisement that you saw? Like nobody's going to send me a single yeah. screenshot. They'll be like, but if you were holding it and you're like, yo, like, no, that that's lame. This mug is the best, you know? And then you ask your audience, can you send me screenshots of it or talk to me about the experience you had with that product? I mean, you're going to get bombarded. With oh, it. immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Be all over it. Yeah. Exactly. So that's really important is working with creators and especially for your brand. If you want to get that reach from an authentic personal, you know, persona. I mean, we're in the business of personalized media and your channel is actually like a media channel. You are like a media property. You're making content for people like a TV station. It mm-hmm. is so important for brands to recognize that and see that, that you're garnering millions of views from people all around the world and working with you, would it would be amazing for them. So what have been some of the strategies getting views? What, what do you think are the important strategies for people that want to grow? And the most important thing is just to think about what people are going to be interested in seeing on TikTok. Pretty much like the number one thing for growing in the algorithm is by how much watch time someone has on your video. Making content that really like hooks a viewer right off the bat so that they don't scroll right away is so important. Or get or making a video that people want to watch twice, like that is so amazing. Totally the route to go thinking about it that way. It's not necessarily how many likes will this get, but how many times will people want to watch this? Those that understand the app, understand that watch time is the key factor. It is so true. You need to, you know, hook the audience in, really want to make them watch the entire video. That really plays part in in promoting it and pushing it to the For You page even further. And then, yeah, watching it more than once is another key element there for sure. That's why there's so many people that have mastered the loop, the seamless loops. They work so good. They work really well. There's a couple content creators on the app that truly have mastered that and all their videos are these perfect loops. And that's why they've grown so fast is because people... Yeah, you don't even notice. You watch the video over again. You are just like, when does this end? And then you realize you've been sitting there for 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And then you go to the comments and then they say things like, oh, I didn't know TikTok can upload 12 minute videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And those are, that's a really key strategy for sure. And then, yeah, so the last thing I have is a, a fun lightning round of just a couple. Oh my goodness, s- fun. It's like a game show. Yeah. <laughs> we love re- that. It's really, really fun. So five, five simple lightning round questions. Yep. Okay. All right. I don't know the category. I'm guessing it's just like TikTok but it's actually I'm just i'm ready very, i've been waiting to be on a game show my whole life so it is very random very random first question chocolate or candy oh my gosh definitely chocolate although i am willy wonka i do not like candy at all but i do like chocolate okay. only some types of chocolate though but like i'm not a big candy person i like very specific types but not all Okay, then the sub question really quick. What's your favorite type of chocolate? My favorite type of chocolate, like, are you looking for like a milk chocolate, dark chocolate answer or, or like yeah, a brand or a name? Brand. Or... Yeah, let's go with the brand name. I think that my favorite type of chocolate is Lindor. Ooh, yes. Um, like those circle truffles or even their bars are really good. And really with Lindor, you can go with milk chocolate, white chocolate. It's all good. It is all good. I agree. Okay, next one. Oompa Loompas or the D'Amelio family? Oh, I'm definitely choosing the D'Amelio family. I love them. I think they are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that this was a good I'm one. Willy Wonka TikTok and not Willy Wonka. <laughs> exactly. The real Willy Wonka is like, 
wrong choice, but I would agree the Demillion family is incredible. They're making some awesome content out there. They're really fun and uplifting. Mm -hmm. So, all right, ready? The fizzy lifting drink off Willy Wonka or Coke. Oh, definitely Coke. That one is so easy. The fizzy lifting drink in the original Willy Wonka movie almost got the Charlie and his grandpa killed. The fizzy lifting drink is scary. Although I would like to try it in a safe space. (laughs) I think that would be interesting. Maybe a little mashup between the two would be good. 100%. I agree. Now, a place that you would most want to travel. Oh, I've, I've been able to travel some of the places where I've most wanted to in the past. I went to Switzerland and then I went to Greece and I've been to my favorite city ever, which is Toronto. But where I want to go next, probably, I'm usually not a big tropical person, but I want to go to Bora Bora. That's awesome. And so, wait, did you say Toronto was your favorite city? By far. Best city in the world. Why is it your favorite? I think I'm biased because I do love a lot of Canadians that come from Toronto, but like the whole city vibe there and the CN Tower is really awesome. It's like going to New York, but if New York was really modern and clean, that's like what Toronto is. <laughs> exactly. The last time I was in Toronto was literally before the pandemic kicked off. It is exactly that vibe. Like you get that city vibe. People are really nice and things are really clean. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's really great. Just don't go in the dead of winter or else it is so cold. Yeah, which it I is mean, unbearably cold. New York is cold too in the winter, so. <laughs> yeah, but like just in general, oh my gosh, the wind chill yes. is too much for me. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite genre of music? Oh, I'm going to have to go with extremely mainstream pop. I'm boring like that, and whatever's on the radio is usually what I'm going after. I feel that. I feel that. I think, I think deep down, all of us have that little, like that, that's a favorite in our hearts that because I mean why it's on the radio and it's the most popular because I think deep down we all have that kind of drive to love that kind of no, music exactly I think so yeah. too I think so too yep I hear you who's somebody that you would love to collaborate with Ooh, I've gotten to collaborate with some of my favorite influencers on the app I would love to collab with um, Addison Ray though and I have met Addison she's really great but I think that a collab video would be really awesome with Addison and one other person would be definitely Johnny Depp. Oh, gosh. Johnny Depp would be a great collab. Obviously, he is who plays Willy Wonka, so it would be quite an iconic thing to see me and Johnny Depp together. It would be, like, really crazy. Oh, man. And the views would just be insane on that type of collaboration, too. Yeah, I can't even imagine. It would be <laughs> really crazy. Well, you never know who sees this, who hears this, who I'm sending it out to. You never know. You never know. And I mean, the cool thing is, is that TikTok is now the new, it's the new place to be relative. People like Johnny Depp, this could be a great way for him to be seen by new faces of Gen Z and really understand him and learn about him. So I think it would be smart on his part to collaborate. Yeah, no, it is crazy to me how many people don't know that Johnny Depp was Willy Wonka. Yeah. Because it is such a different character. Like it's mm-hmm. so different. And it stuff. is. I don't know, but lots of people don't know. So it would be definitely putting him in front of a lot of new faces. If you could leave one piece of advice for a creator who is just starting out to TikTok, what is the one thing that you could give them? My biggest piece of advice would be to make videos every day and to post every day. So important to stay consistent. Literally, the most important thing is creating great content every day and posting it every day, for sure. That's awesome. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. And I hope that the listeners listening have learned some inspiration that you too can be right here where Duke is. It, it takes just being putting something you're passionate about, sharing it, being consistent, and you have the same opportunity that he has. Yeah.
Exactly. No, thanks for having me on the show. I had a good time. I especially loved the lightning round. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm.